With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and as always, joined alongside Rich Van Zant as the Miami Dolphins travel out to Chicago and uh, raise their record to 6-3 and three with a victory out there and uh, a pretty exciting game, uh, exciting week in the NFL, really, uh, which we'll uh, go through. Um, but uh, the Miami Dolphins are able to offensively uh, outdoor the Chicago Bears, and uh, they do it in a, in a very exciting way, but uh, it was reminiscent maybe of, of some of the old Marino-type shootouts, and uh, this time we get a victory. So, uh, as, as always, victories are tough to find in this league, and especially on the road. Uh, so we learned, we learned some things, but we'll take the victory, and they go to 6-3 and three and uh, kind of keep themselves uh, pat where they are in that division, which is really getting crowded, to say the least. So here's the byline. Uh, Tua goes 21 for 30, has 302 yards. He throws three interceptions, no uh, three picks. Uh, um, I'm sorry, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, so uh, has another um, very accurate game. Um, and uh, you can see this team certainly plays different with him at the helm. Uh, Rushing-wise, Dolphins had made a trade. Jeff Wilson is your leading rusher, nine carries for 51 yards, and Raheem Mostert uh, right behind him, nine for 26, but he did have the touchdown. Now, as I said, it was uh, a very exciting game in the air, and and Tyreek Hill is your leading receiver. He has seven uh, receptions for 143 yards, and he gets a touchdown, and he also becomes the first receiver in the NFL to reach 1,000 yards this year. So uh, a little over halfway, I guess you'd say, uh, he's at the 1,000-yard mark. So that's a very impressive stat, to say the least. And Waddle has another solid game, five receptions for 85 yards and a touchdown. So that's your Dolphin uh, stat sheet. Now, when you listen uh, today, uh, you hear a little bit of a different tune uh, throughout the media as uh, Justin Fields goes 17 for 28, throws 123 yards, 
uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. But he also has 178 yards rushing, which is a new all-time NFL record. So as we always talk about, uh, me and Rich, you always seem to get in the news on the uh, on the other end of things, I guess you'd say. But then he also has a rushing touchdown, so four total touchdowns on the day. Uh, now their leading rusher, David Montgomery, only 14 for 36, so really no running the ball. Uh, and Darnell Mooney, 7 for 43 with a touchdown. And Cole Komet, uh, 5 for 41, he has two touchdowns in the air. So there's, uh, in a nutshell, um, what we've seen out there. And, uh, you know, it, it was the kind of game where you think, like, when you have that kind of offensive production, uh, you're not going to um, – you're not going to have to sweat out a game. But uh, it, it was more than that. I think the Dolphins, uh, and I know Rich is going to go crazy on the Sanders missed field goal because it was it was another important missed field goal, which would have changed the complexion of the game for sure. Um, uh, you know, and, and you have a chance not only sweating it out, but you really had a decent chance to lose the game. And the media today, Rich, uh, all over, uh, you know, outside of Dolphinland uh, uh, about the missed. Uh, if you want to call it that, missed flag on the pass interference, which they're saying uh, would have put the Jets in, in you know, in, in basically, uh, you know, half game had a first play or whatever. It, it, it's, you know, it's a ridiculous narrative, but, of course, we got to hear it. And, you know, so many times it goes the other way, but, you know. Yeah, who cares? The, you know, the, the Jets, you know, let, let them have their little, their little, you know, their Super Bowl fantasies now. Because they'll be a, they'll be lost in translation very shortly, you know. They're not a good team. You're never going to go anywhere with Zach Wilson as your quarterback. So I, my concern about them zero. I can't wait to put them to bed the last game of the season. You know, they go okay. They beat Scholar Thompson. I'm so impressed. You know, give me a break. And I told yeah, you, I mean, Buffalo, I, Buffalo wasn't going to made out to be either. Yeah, I don't know how you can – first of all, just to break down your two points there, I can understand where you're going with the offense, but you can't say the Jets – I mean, people have the Jets as the best defense in the league. Obviously, they have a good defense. You can't take that away from them as much as we'd like to. No, but they're good. But they're good. They're all right. They're They're better than okay. Statistically, you love to point out – you love to point out statistics all the time. They're at the top of the league. I mean, you're the first one to criticize, you know, the, the, the Dolphin defense or anybody else. They're at the top of the league. And when we beat Buffalo, you were on cloud nine, you know, with how good they're playing. I mean, now you make it seem like they're just this mediocre team. They're not. They're not. I, I didn't say they're mediocre. They're a good team. They're one of the better teams. But they're not. They're, they're made out to be a Super Bowl winner. Yeah, so, I got the you. They year. are. And they're not. They're not. But they're be not honest, good. they've kind of lived up to that all year, haven't they? Not, not, not yesterday. They didn't, and they, they not yesterday, they, but they, all year, I said. They, they, stuck, they stuck by it. They're better they than you make them out to be. That's for they damn sure. They haven't been playing as great as the hype. How about that? There, there you go. And I, you know what? Jets, they're not playing as well as you think. You can't go yeah, to the and lose the Yeah, you can't. You're not a Super Bowl team. And I don't think – has any team ever lost to the Jets in a regular season and won the Super Bowl? I know that was a stat for a long time. I don't know if that's ever changed. Yeah, I don't know. That's something that I would like to find out because I remember when uh, you had said that, that like, for a while. Time. Yeah, that was a long time. I don't know if that ever changed. But 
I would have to believe that it. Yeah, I would have to believe that it has changed, but I, I, I can't off the top of my head necessarily picked one out. Um, I think it, you know what, I think it did change, and I think we actually spoke when it did, and it was a little while ago. Um, but, you know, I, I could be wrong on that, but I, I kind of think it did. Yeah, um, it could be. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember that was a but, big yeah. stat that. Yeah. Uh, are you concerned about them? No, no, no. Let, let me explain. I'm not concerned. That's the wrong word. But I do respect that their defense is very playing at a very good – I think they're playing at a very high level, but they're also very disciplined. And let's face it, you cannot get around the fact that we got the offensive mind, they got the defensive mind of the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that's how this went down. Yeah. And, 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 and I agree with you. I'm not big on Zach Wilson, and I think their offense has a lot of issues. So I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that when you have a solid defense like that, and Sauce Gardner is playing fantastic, by the way. You're way off on this kid. The way you talked about him before we played, this kid is very he's, – he's, he's probably one of the top guys for rookie of the year right now. Now, I'm not saying he's the best corner in the league, but I'm saying he's a very good cornerback. So if, if they continue to play – disciplined football, they're going to win games, and they're not going to just flake out, you know, uh, like normally like the Jets will. Like, I, I think they're more than smoke and mirrors, but I do think that that offense is going to have a problem, you know, in crunch time, because it's Zach Wilson. You know, I, I agree with you there. But from the same standpoint, I can say the same thing about how concerned I am if we don't have our starting quarterback in the lineup. You see the difference. It's oh, night and day, we, right? We lose, we lose two or we're dead. We're, we're done. Yeah, we dead. D-O-A, exactly. That's right. And so that's a concern there. In some ways, you know, maybe they're – Maybe when you have the other parts of it, you're you're even more solid, you know. But if we keep things healthy, it's a different story. But so I'm not concerned with them. But I do think that they're better than I anticipated they'd be, and I'm better, and they're better than I certainly would like them to be. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And then as far as far as uh, you know, as far as the Buffalo Bills, you know. They have a lot of weapons. They're, I, you, I'd be hard-pressed to pick better teams in the AFC, right? I mean, they're, they're at the top. I don't know if they're the best, but they're certainly at the top. So you could pick Kansas City, who goes to overtime to struggle to win against a backup quarterback, right? Uh, or, or you could, you know, pick some of these other teams that really have not shown anything special. So, well, you know. You the, right, right now, I think the three best teams in the AFC are – the Bills, the Chiefs, and us. Okay. Okay. And I don't yeah. Think there's anybody can argue that. You know. Yeah, and that's fair. Who's you know, healthy at the end? And our defense right. has to not only get healthy, it has to get better. Our, de- yeah. our defense is playing atrociously right now, and we're yeah. not going to win anything postseason with that defense. Xavier Howard is certainly not healthy. We know that. I mean, that's clearly obvious, right, and what's come out today. I mean, he's, yep. playing, he's not healthy. He's nowhere near no. the Xavier Howard that we know, right? So, uh, obviously, he, he, he – yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, if – there's, I mean, we're going to find out a lot more towards the end of the year, but you know as well as I do, if you have to go up into Buffalo – uh, that's really not where you want to go to play a playoff game, especially, right? So, 
But, yeah, I, I agree with what you've said on all those other points. But also, let me say, I'm not crazy about having this entire division stacked up again. Like, I, that's why I was really kind of aggravated. I really wanted to get New England gone. I really wanted to at least get that done with, or, or the Jets gone. But, uh, you know, the Jets really were not at that brink, where New England was. New England was on the step of, of disappearing, you know, and then somehow – came back in, in multiple games, and now, you know, uh, they're, like, basically right there. So now we have an entire division stacked up, which is very aggravating, especially when you yeah. look at so when you have an injury. Us, you, know, I, you know, like I said, if two of us would get hurt, it wouldn't be yeah. that I think we'd be two games ahead of both of those. Right, teams, but, but as much as that is true, that's also a concern. Yeah. And that's where I'm concerned, you know. Um, you're right. I mean, obviously, if Tua was healthy all these games, you know, who knows how many of those you win. Maybe two, maybe three. Who knows? But it certainly, you know, looks like you're going to have, you know, a better record than you have now. And, you know, and, and you know, there's a concern that if this continues healthy, things can go really, really well. And if it doesn't, you know, I'm really, really concerned. But, you know, there's nothing we can do about that but, you know, to, to play it out and, you know, see where it goes. And I'm, I'm very happy where, where we are now compared to where we were two weeks ago. And, you know, one note, I was watching highlights from the New England Colts game, right? New England just beat the Colts. And we were yeah. saying, you know, what's wrong with the Colts? But where I'm going with this is I watched, and I, when you get a chance, check this out. They had multiple sacks, okay, on the quarterback, who uh, you know, I'm not even that familiar with. But they sack him, and he's thrown around like a rag doll, exactly the exactly. same way Tua was, and exactly the same way you saw the penalty on Brady the next week. And it's like, it's so obvious that they placated everybody with this whole Tua thing. I mean, it's so clear, and I don't have a problem with it necessarily. I don't have a problem with it because it is football. I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, you're tackling a guy. Like, listen, I don't want the, you know, and, you know, rest his soul, friend. I don't want the Saragusa kind of hit. Right? I, I don't think the Gannon or Saragusa hit on Gannon should be allowed. When you're 370 pounds, you shouldn't be allowed to land all your weight on a guy and break his ribs and change the game. I don't think that you should be able to do that. So I kind of agree with that part of it. But it's taken to such an extreme, and then when the guy, you know, flips around and, you know, to, to tackle a guy like, you know, the Brady thing, I mean, that's getting a little bit out of hand, too. And like you said, you know, the Milano hit, which was borderline, if not over borderline, dirty, nothing. No, no, he got a penalty, but no no fine, no suspension, which is ridiculous. And, you know, if you figure that he's the one that broke his ribs last year on that late hit. Yeah, two times now we've played them, and two injuries have, have surfaced from from him directly on Tua. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's uh, it's a concern. And, and, like, every year it just seems like 
it's just like a timeline, like let's get through. Let's hope we can get through the year. It was COVID a couple of years ago, right, with the whole thing. And this year it's like the concussion thing where you had uh, all these guys passing concussions tests, so they're not showing they have concussions but are out and they don't know what to do. And, and now it's like, you know, now it's the kind of thing where two is back. He's played multiple games. He's played multiple games at a very high level. He's taken hits. He's, he seems to be, you know, fine, back to his old self. And now it's like, you know, I think there's a, a, a collective sigh in the league of just let's just go back to the way things were and we'll kind of yeah. hope it just stays that way. Yeah, so they're more concerned about the German game next week in Germany, you know. Well, I think that they're – yeah, but you're saying that as they should be more concerned with it. I don't know. I mean, what can they do? No, they shouldn't be, but it's just just the flavor of the week. You know how it is. It just added a news cycle now. You know, they they harp on it for three weeks, and now it's uh, – now let's move on to something else. Yeah, but in this particular case, I think they were – I think other people were forcing them to harp on it. I don't think they wanted to, and they were kind of with their hands behind their back now. And my point is that, you know, it it seems like, you know, it's back to the way things were because everything has kind of died down. It's something, no matter what you do, no matter what rule you implement, no matter what you say, you can't can't fix it. It's going to happen. It's a contact sport. Guys are going to get questions. I mean, you know. And, and the question is, how are you going to deem that they do have one? And I think that what they did to implement that, a guy in the booth that's going to determine if somebody has a concussion, is ridiculous. I mean, the neurosurgeon guy that's that's examining him should have final say. It shouldn't be a guy in the booth, you know, that's, uh, you know, sipping a drink that, that should go, oh, I think he's wobbled on that one. I mean, come on. That, that's just as, And as far as I know, it still is the case to be that I I think they just haven't had anybody this week. We don't even know who the guy is, right, that's watching, right? No, but see, the difference is what it was, those guys have been there for a while. But those guys are there to pick up on something and, and holler down and say, check this guy out, he took a hit we saw, and he doesn't seem right. And then they're supposed to take him and bring him in and let the doctors examine him. But, yeah, but I mean, he should have the final say from the visit. Right. Now it's almost like he's deciding at yeah. top. And, it, and that's kind of, you know, that, that's a little strange, you know. I mean, uh, I, I, the only thing that I could say from something like that is that if they saw something directly on the field from like a, a video angle or, or, you know, up top, that maybe a doctor wouldn't see when it actually happened, like Tua's hands going into a claw, whatever that was, right? Then maybe you see that. But, but again, something like that should be as easy as a phone call down to the doctor and saying, yeah, listen, doc, I've seen yeah, this, and he put his hand in that. See what I do. See what you think about this. Exactly. exactly. Like I, I think there's no way he should have final say. That's so, so ridiculous. So, you know, with that being said, again, it comes down to, I think, where we're almost like, you know, just kind of hoping that things just level out and, yeah. you know, yeah. football can be played. And, and like that. That's the, that could be the best case scenario. It doesn't take a hit like that again for the rest of the year, you know? Yeah, that's for it. sure. For sure. You know? And and you've seen, uh, even like with the tackles, uh-oh, well, it's Harlan, right? Uh-oh. Like, uh-oh, what? 
And he ran out again. Like what? What? Uh oh. You know, I mean, and that's what I was saying to you. This guy's now got a mark on him that's going to stay with him. It might decrease, but it's always going to be there. You know, and let's hope it never really has to be tested in that in that facet. So uh, we'll do that. Lots to still talk about. It looks like he's getting rid of the wall quicker. It looks like he's making decisions, and he's not. Because that last hit, let's be honest, he should have thrown a ball away before he got hit like that. When he got hurt against yeah. the, uh, Cincinnati. You yeah, know, he, he, he seems like he's... Way too much, and there was no reason yeah. to get caught by that guy. That guy's Agreed. a big, heavy, middle middle in the interior lineman that never should have been able to run him down in a million years. You know? Seems like he's ending he bad plays earlier. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, a lot to still talk yeah. about. Let's take a quick break. Be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Dick Anderson with the 1972 Perfect Season Miami Dolphins. We're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. everybody. Another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. You got Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant coming at you as we're recapping the Miami Dolphins victory over the Chicago Bears. Brings their record to six and three. Just a reminder you can catch all our shows right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store, subscribe and you'll get our latest episodes right to your phone. And uh we'll bring you right up to this Monday night football game which is the Ravens at the Saints. So um AFC starting to 
show its true colors in some ways. So um, we'll see. We'll see how this all kind of shapes out in the next few weeks. Um, and then just a just a, a quick note. Last week, the trade deadline was coming up, and uh, me and Rich were. Uh, discussing uh, ultimately uh, Rockwan Smith got traded. Uh, we were we were discussing him, and uh, I think Rich, I just want to state you had we both were mistaken. You had thought it was Jalen Smith, so we had a complete conversation over Jalen Smith, the Dallas Cowboy yeah, linebacker. Just just to clear that up, everything we basically said had nothing to do with Rockwan Smith. So just ignore all the the talk, and that was basically our our opinions of of Jalen Smith. Well, I definitely better. <laughs> Now I want to point out we 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 did have uh, we did have our own trade so let me, let's uh, uh, we we trade for Bradley Chubb okay so the Dolphin, uh, Dolphins uh, trade with the Broncos and we got Bradley Chubb and a fifth round pick in 2025 and That's we right. basically yeah so we gave up. Whoever that guy is, he's at home tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great point. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, and and uh, so we gave the Broncos Chase Edmonds, our 2023 first-round pick, so this coming draft first-round pick, and our 2025, I believe, fifth-round pick. So, uh so we're, we're, don't make plans in 2025 because we're swapping fourth and fifth round picks. So there you go. Uh, and Chubb, and I should also note, Chubb signed, uh, the Dolphins immediately signed him to a five-year, $110 million deal, which includes $63 million guaranteed, and that's an average of $22 million a year. And I said to you, Rich, I understand that he, part of this trade was that they talked and they knew they were going to, you know, have a good chance they were going to sign him. But I don't know. Don't you maybe wait till he plays a game? <laughs> that's a big contract. No, you can't. You gave up a first-round pick, though. you got to decide that's it. you got to make sure you get the first. There you go. First there you go. No. I mean, you know, if we if you kept that first round pick any longer, Ross would do something stupid and lose it. You know? So, 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 the, lemon, so, so lemon law does not apply, I would assume. No. No, Ross can't no. lose any more first round pick wars next year, no, so no, you know, we had to no. trade it. That's it, yeah. Get rid of it he was, now. I heard he was on the phone with Giselle last week. It was in jeopardy. Oh, come on now. Come on, I'm not going there. Not going there. I'm leaving that alone. Leave this poor guy alone. <laughs> Man. And I'm not talking about Ross. I'm talking about Brady. Leave this poor guy alone. Do it. Tamper with yourself, too. Come on. Uh, that's it now. That's it. You wanted to buy a so, piece of the team. <laughs> all right. So we've seen uh, Bradley Chubb now. He chose number two, and uh, he played. Uh, I noticed two things. I noticed him gasping for air in the first or second quarter after a a play, but then I also noticed him getting the closest that anybody I guess got to sacking, to sacking Justin Fields no, Ingram, on Ingram his way. 
<laughs> yeah, he did get him on his way to 178 yards on the ground. But yeah, he did come close to his, a sack. He did come close to one. That's what I hadn't witnessed on Bradley Chubb. So, uh, I mean, I but think he should have played a little bit more. I mean, he's a pass rusher. I mean, really, it's not really like you got to learn the playbook for that. Go get the guy. Um, you know what I mean? No, I agree. I don't think it. I, yeah, I don't know whether it was. I don't why wasn't in there anymore. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know. No, it just seems like that's, you know, a defensive, uh, almost like a, a Boyer kind of plan of to rotate away. I, I don't know. But I can't really say. I don't know how much he was actually in there. I mean, it's very hard to tell because you're not. Like, I mean, he's, was number two. He, he kind of stands out, you know? To a degree, no, but, you know, I don't. To a degree, but I don't really know. I don't really know, um, you know, how much. Uh, well, the next you, break, I'll look can... it up. I'll see if we can look that up. But I don't think he was in there that long. Well, what, what would they have on that, by the way? I would think it was under 20 snaps. What's that? How can you, where can you find, like, where, where, what What do you so see on that? They like, have, have... like, in the box score, they have the. How the many plays? Yeah. No kidding. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I look that up on the break, it. Rich. I'd be. I'm... Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it. Yeah, I'd be very interested in that. And, and by the way, will yeah, it also tell you how many there was in the game? Yeah, it just says snaps, like in the defensive box score. You know, if you can find yeah. the real one, you know, it says snaps, how many snaps yeah, they were in. And it will also tell you how many snaps there were? Not really, but it tells you how many snaps there were in the game, you know. It doesn't say out of that many. It just says snaps played, you know. I've never seen total amount of snaps, but I mean, how many with snaps per game? I mean, there have to be. So like I guess what you would have to do is, well, I guess what you would have to do, or I guess it would be a roundabout number. Uh, fields went right. 17 for 28, so that you would add, you know, that's 28, and then I guess you right. would go by like uh, the rushing attempts, 14. For one right. guy, seven for the other. So you'd have to add them up, basically, yeah, to kind yeah, of get some kind of like, kind of figure it out. Yeah, right, something like that. Something like that, just to, just to get a roundabout, yeah. you know, of what percentage. Yep. I, I would definitely be interested in that too. Um, you know, this defensive line now has the guys are there. I mean, you got Ingram, you got Agba, you, you know, you got Phillips, and yeah, now you got Chubb. I don't know. He's been very What's different. Um, I have a stat for you. I have a stat for you, and I was I'm, was going to, and I'm I'm going to send you this. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. You probably didn't see it, but if you did see it, you were probably uh, hiding it <laughs> because um, they actually had they actually had uh, where they had the um, highest percentage of. Uh, of of snaps um, for each defensive player. So uh, basically what it is, and I'm trying to find it now as we speak. Okay, so the, the highest pass rush win rate for all defensive linemen in the NFL, and it's basically every snap they take, who wins the most? Like who, who beats their guy? And Micah Parsons was number one. 32%. Miles Garrett was number right. two, 29%. Number three and four, respectively, Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips. 
Jalen Phillips, 25% of the time, beats this guy. And uh, Chubb was the same thing. So um, I say that for two reasons. Obviously, you got two guys now on the line that have the highest win rate, and that's the stat that, you know, obviously is going to transpire to something good. And uh, I think Jalen Phillips is a lot better ball player than you make him out to be. The guy has been healthy now well, since well, he's been there. Beating the guy. He just doesn't seem to finish it off often. Okay, you know, and, I, and like, I think there's some – bad tackle. I give you some of that, but I think when you have a guy that's constantly around the ball and around guys, and he does finish off. Not as you know, I understand what you're saying. There's times when it seems like off of him. There's guys bouncing off of him. Not a bad tackler, but he's not a good tackler. Yeah, yeah, he's not a bad tackler. There's a lot of times where he's maybe like a half a step from being where he needs to be, and the guy gets out of it. Um, but I've seen him run well, down guys. Bounce off guys like crazy too. You know, yeah. like when, it I, seems like when he misses the sack and they hand it off or whatever, he has a chance to stop that, and he'll he'll like go for the tackle and bounce off the guy. And it happens yeah. way too well, much. There's like a lot of well, there's a lot of yardage after the initial Jalen Phillips hit. That's what drives well, me crazy. Uh, this guy is good, Rich. He's a lot better than you think, and he's only going to get better. And I, I would tell you this. Yeah, you have been saying that. So I'm going to call you out on it because anybody who listens to this show is saying, are you kidding me, Rich? You've been saying that for a while. And I will go this far. If I had the 2021 draft again, I would draft him again. I looked through that draft. I went through everybody. I would take him again. Right now, if we had it all to do over again. I really would. So we'll see how it transpires, but um, they have some talent on defense, and now this defensive line seems to be, you know, I mean, you have a lot more talent there. We've both said that, you know, linebacker, we have issues, I think. It, it, it's not like they're bad. They're just, they're not that fast, and they're like, uh, you know, they're, they're not really that fast, but then you have guys, you know, like Duke Riley, who when Duke Riley steps up, he you know he can do some pretty good things. And uh, you know you know the problem is our linebackers can't cover the back end of the backfield or the tight end. They're they're terrible at that. And that's why the that's a speed thing. That's yeah, a speed thing. You know? And uh, yeah. now you have uh, Van Ginkle seems to be playing a lot more like Van Ginkle the last couple of games. Have you noticed that? And of yeah, course I didn't mention the big block punt. The block punt was yeah, the big was play sure. of the game. I mean, that, that was the game. That was the big play of the game. So yeah. hats off to Van Ginkle on that. But doesn't he seem to be playing more like Van Ginkle the last few games? Sure. Absolutely and that's does. a big part. I mean, this guy was a big yeah. part of this. He was a big part of this defense. Um, so, well, and, and the secondary. You better, better really think about bringing another kicker, you know, and see if they can get somebody better because – we we can't go. He's going to cost us a game pretty soon. You can't have a guy oh, I think, with a twenty-nine yard field goal as a as a you know as a you know as an up in the air thing. And that's terrible. I think and it wasn't like I think you've already. Either. I think you've already got to the point where he may already have. So I yeah. I mean that's already established. But here's well, my point, and I said it. I said it to you Sunday, and I'll say it again. Here's my issue. If you want to bring in another kicker, then bring in another kicker. But if you think you're bringing, and, and you did, you thought you were going to bring in another kicker 
to like light a spark under his behind to get him to kick better. That don't work, and it's not going to work. It's just not. Maybe not. But so if you want to bring in another kicker, okay. But bring in another bring kicker in, with the thoughts. They should bring in some guys and see if they're, you know, if they think they're better. That's all. That's fine, but if you're going to do it. There's got to be somebody on the street that can kick better than this kid right now. That's fine, but if you're going to do it, you better have every intention of, of signing a guy. If he no does. I, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate. And again, I don't know who's, I don't know who's out there. Um, I really, I don't have a clue. You know, last I I heard, Raul Allegre is re- he's officially retired. <laughs> That's what I had heard. No, there's you know I'm I'm sure there's got to be somebody Pat that we're missing. There's got to be somebody. Else. But can you conf- But can you confirm Allegre is retired? Yeah, I think he's retired. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Fawn Vendez is available either. But you know, probably no. Fawn wouldn't have missed the 29 yarder. I don't think the guy in row four yesterday wearing a Dolphin jersey would have missed the one from 29 yards. Maybe maybe he's been listening to the show, and now you're all in his head. Maybe he misses Darren Rizzi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I I, I agree. I'm not confident at all. I can still out of retirement for the 29 yarder. You know, I it wouldn't it wouldn't it may not make it, but it won't look as bad as that. I'll tell you that. I I have my doubts about both things you just said, and I would I would put up a lot of money to witness that to anybody listening at home. I'm telling you right now, it would not go with Shanky Rooney. I'm actually, I'm actually considering trying to set something up right now. Maybe we could charge admission, and it will be worth the full price, my friends. I guarantee that. Hey, Landa was almost as, almost my age when he retired, right? Yes, yes. He sure was. No doubt. And uh, yeah. Um, so. You know, when I when I look at that, I do think that that is a factor. I definitely think that that is a factor. Um, but, uh, Are they you know, is, you know? is there, like, any talk about bringing somebody else in? I have not heard even a sniffle. No, neither have I. I have not, even, and I I have have not heard too. anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and, and I again, I mean, I Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I, I would assume that, you know, guys like Cody Parkey and that are around, you know, but I don't know. But, you know, you know, kicking's a weird thing, man. It just is. It's a very strange yeah, thing. He, he's been getting worse every year. It wasn't like, it's not like it's like a funk. It's like he's been going downhill since his rookie <laughs> do, campaign. Do they ever you get know, better? It's like, it's going, I don't think it gets better at this point. It's not like he's going through a little bit of a funk. But he's been no. getting worse every year. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just the kind of thing that, um, hey, you know, let's I be don't honest know. With you. They changed their game plan. They went toward on fourth down three times and didn't make yeah. it because of well, him. And well, that's, you can't go, that either. Yeah, because I think that, that when I said turning point, if he makes that kick earlier, you're really you're just coming in to kick a chip shot field goal to ice the game. You don't really have to go for that fourth down. No, I mean, you're you're basically kicking a chip you know, shot to end it. And look, I like our coach so far. I give him a B plus. Really, I think he's doing a great job with with some of the aspects. But I think his fourth down play calling is atrocious. 
I really got a problem with like if you're gonna go for it, go for it. I mean, you got two of the best receivers in the in the league. You got a great tight end. There is no reason to run the ball up the middle on fourth down for shotgun. Okay, I'm just getting sick of it. It doesn't work. And stop pitching the ball backwards on these plays too. Like you know, for crying out loud, you got enough tight ends, right? You got 72 on the team. Use one of them. You know, yeah. I don't. Fair I don't point. see what, what's the point of running the ball up the middle all the time. Yeah. I didn't really love it either. And, uh, you know, it's just something we've seen a lot, so hopefully you don't have to deal with that. A lot of things went on in the league. Tom Brady uh, has a milestone, so quick break. We'll come on back and uh, look around the league after this. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant will take you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is the uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, and uh, they're going to uh, New Orleans to take on the Saints. And as I mentioned, it was uh, it was a pretty exciting week of football um, in the NFL. A couple notes. Um, Tom Brady passed 100,000 yards. Now, <laughs> me, me sure. Uh, reminiscing about this, but also uh, in a strange way because we witnessed uh, in person Dan Marino passing 60,000 yards up in New England. And when we did, I remember it being said that 
I think the closest to him was was maybe Elway with like thirty five thousand or something or thirty thousand, and how this was something that you're witnessing that will never be touched. Chris Berman talked about if you got in a car and drove, Marino would pass up the state of Florida into Georgia, and uh, this guy's almost doubling it. <laughs> He's almost doubling it, Rich. It's um, it's playoffs included though. <laughs> it's funny, you know? So do we know that the sixty thousand what Marino wasn't? No, it wasn't. One hundred percent wasn't. One hundred percent wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Just, totally, it's totally insane though. You know, one hundred thousand is just just bonkers. Yeah. It just shows you how they change these rules. It's so not Oh, right. it's insane how much has changed. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a joke. I mean, it's Remember not, the touchdown know. thing. I know, the touchdown thing, yeah. too. 420 was, like, out of touch. And now Brady's almost yeah. going to double that, too. <laughs> he decides oh, to I come know. back for three more years. Oh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's closing on 800 or something. And they go, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, they go the, the next closest to, to Brady's uh, 100,000 is Drew Brees with 83,000. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I wonder how much I wonder how much Danny does have because he goes by sixty one thousand on everything. I wonder I wonder how much he does have. If you, if, yeah, you if playoffs are not playoff play, play totals are added up, it's not really that hard to figure that one out. You know, right, yeah, but the, it's, we don't it's, even know the total number because he's, he's got more touchdowns than uh, four twenty too. He's got he's, I think he's got twenty something in the in the regular season. You know. I mean, the but, is, but is that included? In, in, no, no. 420 is... No, right, but how about with the other guys, the though? No, no. They don't count. Sure? They just, they just... Yeah, I'm positive. They just did this yesterday, and he passed 100,000 combined because it was 100,000. He's probably not going to get there Right. otherwise. Cause he's not going to play that ball, you know? Crazy. He's probably got, Crazy. He's probably got over 5,000 in the playoffs, if you think about it. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's probably more than that. So he's not going to get that. He's not going to get a hundred thousand. That's why they made a big deal out of it. You know. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, also, you know, know, fields, you know, fields with that, um, with that rushing thing yesterday. (laughs) There's one other guy that has 181, by the way, but it was a playoff game. Yeah, it was a playoff game, right? It's it's the regular season. Yeah, it was Kaepernick. What's that? 181. Kaepernick. That was in a 181 in a playoff game. Yeah. In a playoff game. Right. Right. So, do you remember the playoff game? No. Don't even was it the Super Bowl it. year? Was it the Super Bowl year? It could have been. I really don't know. They just, I just saw the stat quick yesterday that, you know, it was highlighted that it was the playoff. Yeah, because I don't know that he played in the playoffs after that, right? Three yards. He was only three yards away. That's my point. <laughs> From that one. Right, right. No, I know. He had a hell of a game. He really did. He was. Yeah. He looked good. He definitely looked good. Um, okay, so uh, one other note I want to point out. Um, we, we lost Ray Guy. And uh, and I know, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Ray Guy. He's a Hall of Famer. I think he's the only Hall of Fame true punter at this point. Um, so, uh yeah, I mean, he. I, we used to talk how he was drafted. Was he was he the first first round pick for the Raiders back then? I believe so. Yeah. 
And Davis loved to pick. Yes, I mean, Janikowski, I think, was a first-round pick too, right? So never afraid to yeah, go after that. He picked like Janikowski and Lettler, like in the first and second round that year, I think. Think back, back. He picked a kicker and a punter, and they ended up being you know great careers. You know. Yeah, I was going to say the guy has done it at least three times that we've known, and every one of them has really yeah. turned out to be good moves. They really They're have. I mean, yeah, every I mean, one of them. But longer than most of them. I, th- I don't yeah. think there was anybody left on the team when he left. <laughs> you know? No, G- no, Jim Otto. Jim records were. <laughs> he, yeah. he was starting to flirt with that. I know he was there a long time, yeah. no doubt. So, uh, but yeah, a Hall of Famer Ray guy. Uh, we lost him this week, so I just wanted to uh, point that out. Um, and uh, as I said, this this was a this was a pretty exciting week. Um, uh, of football uh, and uh, the few ones that come to mind. Um, obviously, Tom Brady has his uh, his big comeback, scoring uh, the, yeah, the winning you know, touchdown. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, though. I mean, how many times did he give him the two point conversion over and over again? I mean, you know, I mean, one of them was Pat. Well, you want? Well, are you talking about Brady or are you talking about the Chiefs, Rich? Because that's where the two point conversion. I mean that was ridiculous. Oh yeah. How many right, times right, right, are you right. going to give that? That's the game yeah, you want to talk about a two-point conversion. You could have won that game seven times till Tuesday. How many times are you yeah. going to give them that a retake oh, that of that two-point conversion? I mean that's ridiculous. That was, that was and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. What's going on there? And and will that be taken care of by the time we play them? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, day, right? yeah, it's Christmas Day. I mean, what what is yep. going on there? We talked a little bit about it last week. And supposedly what I heard was uh, they had two trades that were on the verge of t- uh, taking place. Did you hear this? No. Um, you had, uh, yeah, well, well, Claypool got traded, right? Yeah, they tried to get him, I heard, yes. I heard not only tried, I heard it was like on the verge of happening, like where Rodgers thought it was almost a done deal. And then there was another uh, receiver. I don't remember who it was that, that wound up getting traded again, and they thought they had them. So they were really, you know, on the move to uh, to kind of, you know, help out that offense and and both of them didn't happen, so I could just imagine what he was like behind the scenes. He must have been a treat. Yeah, well, that must be yeah, that must have been fun. I don't know what's going on there, but that team is way out of sync. So, um, well, look, look it, at the Rams yesterday, right against against Brady. They knocked the ball down in the end zone and stopped them. And all they got to do is get a first down. Was that the most disgusting play calling you ever saw in your life? They took like eight seconds off the clock. I guess very similar to, uh, yeah, yeah, to what we saw. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you, you know, that was. You're, you're, you're defending world champions. Act like it. You know, I, I don't know. I just, to me, to go down like that is, is ridiculous. And then uh, Minnesota, another victory, um, beating Washington. And, uh, you know, the good thing the good thing about uh, Minnesota is, you know, they got Kirk Cousins, <laughs> and the best thing is that they got Kirk Cousins. 
I don't know what. I don't know which way to go really with this thought, team. Wouldn't you think that he would want to go in there and like really blow them out, like just the team that shunned me, kind of right? Even though they they franchised for all those years, I, and he I was just there, gonna... he laid the half an egg. I mean, he won the game, but I mean, he didn't really play convincingly yesterday. You know? Yeah, that's a yeah. weird team. Weird. Yeah, it's a it's a weird team. It's a weird division. It really is, and you know, of course, we talked about the upset, the Jets beating Buffalo, so that, and then New England beating Indy, and what that basically does is stack up they fired Frank our division. Reich, you know. They fired they who? Fired Frank Reich. Frank Reich got fired. So what? Are they, where do they go now? I mean, that team you said, what's wrong with them? I, I don't know. You know, you know I mean, that's a, the, the, new, the new coach is Jeff Saturday. No. Yes. Are you serious? I swear to God, yeah, yes. Jeff Saturday's coaching the Colts right now? He's the head coach of the Colts. Is this an interim thing? Uh, you know, I guess. You know, I don't think they made it permanent, but he's the head coach for the rest no, of the no, year. No, I mean, what, no, 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 I mean, was he on their staff? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. I don't think they So they just moved him up. I think so. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe he wasn't there. But yeah, Jeff Saturday is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. That's bizarre. What what capacity was he a coach? I mean, he's a he's a singer. You don't see that too often. <laughs> what what capacity? Uh, no, let me see. Let me see. Right, I and mean, it's bizarre, right? Yeah. I I wonder. I mean, so so that's the move, huh? That's that's crazy. So so uh, I don't know. I just like how like how you come to that. A forty-seven-year-old member of the team's ring of honor last played for the Colts in two thousand eleven. He works for ESPN and has served as a consultant in recent years. So no, he was not on the coach. So no, he was not on the no, staff. They a, he was on ESPN. Yeah, he was a, he was a commentator on ESPN. Now he's the head coach. Regardless, wow. Saturday's only coaching experience comes at a high school level, which makes him <laughs> the head coach a head scratcher, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he has that. I'm surprised he has that. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, 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 that's crazy. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, he's been on ESPN. I forgot about that. Like, yeah, he's on the, one of those daytime things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And I don't know what's that's up with him this year. I know. Jo- I think Jonathan Taylor was out this week. But uh, yeah, he hasn't. There's something wrong with him. But you know, the Matt Ryan thing was a total bust. I mean, I think that's look no further than that. Look no you know, further. I don't than know that? why that's Frank Rachel. I, I think that's. Probably the whole reason they're not good. Bench them, and now they have like a nobody playing quarterback. That's it's awful, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty big. I don't know why that's no further than that. But... I mean, that seems to be the owner's fault for bringing in Matt Matt, Matt Ryan. You know, I don't know. I don't know how the, unless the head coach really pushed for it. You know. Uh. I mean, I guess that's possible. Rivers retired, and then you know, I don't, I don't know. Like well, they, 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 they kind of said they had lunch last. 
No, he had once last year, remember? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Rivers retired, and so they kind of like went away from him and they brought in Wentz, which, which was and, and Wentz, more of – that seemed okay. He didn't play great, but he played better than this, you know? It would have been better off yeah, I mean, sticking with him. That, that was a, yeah, that was a questionable move. And then, uh, yeah. you know, and then like you said, I mean, and this year has been rough. To say the least, you know. So unless, like, unless Rice pushed to get rid of Wentz and bring in, you know, Ryan, I mean, they're blaming him. But, I mean, it, if that was upper management that did all those moves, I don't see how it's Frank Rice's fault, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't follow them enough. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, obviously quarterback you know, I mean, they're, is a they're big three thing. 3-5, okay? They're not. Owens, Owen eight, you know, it's a, yes. I guess they're three and six now, but they're not, you know, or they're, I think they're three and five. It's, no, it's not like, yeah, no, I don't think they are three and know, six. I think they're three I, and five. Yeah, I mean, if they fired every three and five coach, half of them would be gone. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. What, something else must be going on that we don't know about. That's my point. Well, I think if you, if you look at, if you go back a few weeks to, Matt Ryan is benched for the rest of the season. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, right? So that that seems more personal than a football move, right? I mean, have you ever heard that? No, no, that's like that's bad. like. I, have you ever heard that? Uh, suspended, but I've never heard benched. I mean, it was it's the weirdest thing I ever heard. So if this kid the got hurt, Matt Ryan's strange. not coming in. Yeah, the other stranger one yesterday was Baker Mayfield. You know, is healthy again, so they pulled the quarterback who was like had like 12 yards passing or something and they put him in and in that blowout he had two touchdowns and, you know he had a yeah. pretty good pass rating and now he's not starting next week they're yeah, going that's... with the same guy again so now the rumors are saying that like they just want the draft pick they're tanking they don't want Mayfield playing because they're going to move on you know but wow, that team is in disarray know. man that team is in yeah. bad shape right now it really is that he, that he, team he, is this kid, Baker ruined his career by going there I don't know. You know what? You say that, but I, I what other options did he have? No, no I guess was not. It, I guess you could have. Wasn't like he really chose them. No, I, I guess not. And we all thought, the, you know, the Geno Smith move. Who knew Geno Smith would be an MVP contention halfway through the league that the year? <laughs> right? Me. I mean, that's, that, sure. that's yeah. no, not you. That's for sure. I thought, you know, that seemed like the fit for him for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So I don't remember too many other options for him. I kind of remember him being lucky to get that job. Um, yeah, they, so, they, yeah. you know, they waited so long, too. Yeah. To make a move. Uh, I mean, I it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see how it all kind of pans out. And, of course, we uh, we have the Browns, uh, you know, coming not, in. and not, uh, not Watson, you know. It's not, not, no, no Watson. Watson's not yeah. more weeks. Yeah. No, yeah. So, um, which, you know, which is it? fine. Originally, yeah. His first inspection was lined up yeah. to us. Remember they extended it again? Yeah. Remember the he's in there now. Center? He's in there. He's back in the facility now. So. Yeah, um, but he, he can't play yet. The original suspension but, was he was going to be able to play our week, and then when they extended it again, that's that's what we forgot about. But to be be honest with you, real quick, I like you know when that was coming down, I, I don't know if that's a bad or a good or a bad thing because the guy hasn't played football in two years. I mean, yeah, is he going to come in and light it up? He hasn't played in no. two years. 
Man, well, right? Against our defense, you never know. We, we're, we, we tend to be star makers. <laughs> On that note, everybody, <laughs> see you next week. Why are we Dolphins? Let's jump. <laughs>